you know, I always felt like it was in my blood. I always enjoyed working with kids. And when I was really young, I had lots of other teachers and family members saying that, you know, one day you're going to be a teacher. And I always thought, you know, I, I kind of had that resistance to it because it was always like thrown at me. And then um, it was just one thing kind of flowed into the other and things fell in place. And when I was sort of emerging as an adult, that was really what I wanted to do. So when we work behind a screen, there are very little opportunities for online teachers to connect with other adults. And in order to do so, you have to really make a decision and a conscious effort to seek out those connections. So where should people head after this? What is the, the CTA after this? <laughs> Levelupteachingsummit.com. And the podcast. There it is. <laughs> and your podcast. Hello and welcome to the Qualified Tutor Podcast, the podcast that brings you the latest in the world of tutoring, edtech and education, and hopefully inspires in you the big change that each and every one of us is capable of. Qualified Tutor is an industry-leading tutor training organisation and online tutoring community for thousands of tutors around the world. This podcast is the voice of this community, where we aim to hear from tutors, teachers, entrepreneurs, coaches, business experts, students, tutorpreneurs, and more from the world of tutoring about what inspires them every day, how they can help tutors like you, and what they've learned about tutoring along the way. The question is, what will you learn today? Hello and welcome to the 140th episode of the Qualified Tutor Podcast. My name is Ludo Miller, the host of this podcast. Welcome back to our regular listeners. Welcome to any of you for whom this is your first time listening to the Qualified Tutor Podcast. How lucky you are today. And a very, very warm welcome to our two guests today, uh, Crystal Weber and Tim Gascoigne. Tim and Crystal, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Ludo. Thanks for having us. Hi, Ludo. Us. Thanks so much. It's, uh, it's not often that I get the pleasure of... Uh, two guests to join us today. So I'm very happy that there's a, a little party of us here. Um, you guys, uh, have, there's a, a huge amount of experience here in the uh, online tutoring and of course the ESL area, the English as a second language. Um, I don't know our listeners today if you guys have come across Crystal and Tim before, but if you haven't, I'll just give you a little bit of background about uh, these two guests so that you know where we're coming from today uh, and, and where the conversation is going to be is, is going to be directed at. So uh, Crystal, our very, very most, our most loyal fans will know that Crystal is actually a returning and very welcome double guest uh, on this podcast. First appearing on our 88th episode back in. Crystal, do you remember when it was? Uh, I think it was about a year ago, wasn't it? Yes, exactly. November yeah. 2020, uh, 2021, exactly. Um, right. So, well guessed, well remembered. I know it's probably a big, lives long in the memory, Crystal. Um, <laughs> so Crystal is the founder and managing director of Crystal Clear ESL, uh, which is uh, an organization that provides a beautifully designed, carefully created step-by-step -step ESL curricula to online ESL teachers around the world. Um, 
proud Canadian living in Southampton in the south of England with a German husband. So Crystal uh, has global running through her completely. Um, our other guest today, uh, Tim Gascon, is, I believe, from the island of Bermuda, um, another proud Canadian uh, and now residing in uh, Bangkok in Thailand. Has been an online ESL teacher for many online companies and, and even more uh, years and previously was a teacher and tech support specialist in uh, in Malaysia and and really these days Tim has, has carved out a, a niche as an online coach for online teachers helping them teach ESL online uh, and build uh, online teaching businesses online tutoring businesses so really really a lot of experience coming to the fore here and of course their big news coming up is that they are both the running the on uh, the level up summits uh, coming on Friday the 2nd of December. So we're going to be touching a little bit on that today. Um, but first, we're going to get to know Crystal and Tim a little bit better. So our first question, and Tim, I'm going to point this at you first, as our newest guest on this podcast, is about your why. Could you tell us a little bit more about your why as a tutor, Tim? Sure. Um, thanks for the very nice introduction. Um, I got my start in teaching. So I'm a former brick and mortar teacher. And I've thought about my why a lot with getting into teaching, um, specifically um, when I get when I got started in Canada. And, um, you know, I always felt like it was in my blood. I always enjoyed working with kids. And when I was really young, I had lots of other teachers and family members saying that, you know, one day you're going to be a teacher. And I always thought, you know, I, I kind of had that resistance to it because it was always like thrown at me. And then um, it was just one thing kind of flowed into the other and things fell in place. And when I was sort of emerging as an adult, that was really what I wanted to do. And um, I loved the many years that I taught in, in different schools and, um, you know, helping young learners to uh, to grow. I always taught the littlest ones, kindergarten uh, and first grade, and then had opportunities to go overseas and got into the ESL world teaching in China. Really had no experience until I was teaching in, you know, teaching students that were learning English um, in these international schools and, uh, you know, got training and, and got uh, more experience with that as time went on. And then uh, entering the online world, I really wanted to find a different career, to be honest. And I, I wanted to get into online work. And when I found that you could actually still teach and work online, that was like just the marriage of two things that I wanted to continue doing. So um, that was sort of uh, the impetus to getting started with online tutoring or online ESL teaching. And... Um, <clears throat> that's uh, that's what I've been doing ever since I resigned from the classroom about five years ago. So that's a little bit about me in a nutshell and sort of how I've arrived here. Yeah. So these days you're, you're living and breathing online education. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, and, and do you find that, um, how, how do you find that difference between online and in-person education do you, do you find that you've slipped into it and you probably couldn't imagine going back to in person or are there bits that you miss about you know sure there were there are definitely bits that i miss about teaching in person 
And it, um, it's not so much actually about the students, but more because I still get to have that student contact. It's different, of course, but I'm, I'm used to it now. But it's the, um, it's the colleagues and the, the community of, of being in a work environment where you have, um, you know, just a, a different level of community than you do with, with online. Um, yes, I do miss a group of uh, 28 five-year-olds, but I also really enjoy um, <laughs> one uh, at a time as well. So, <laughs> but yeah, of course, I miss like the human interaction, like in the classroom for sure. Um, but there's a lot of things that I don't miss as well about teaching in the school system. So, and I get to not have to deal with all of those things in an online environment where I run my own business. Yeah. Crystal, would you say that, that some of those things ring true for your experience as well? Oh, so many things. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm actually a, a brick and mortar teacher as well, albeit secondary level. So my experience is with 11 to 18 year olds in um, UK secondary and, and college uh, environments. And I, you know, after doing that for numerous years, I just found it wasn't for me. Uh, there's, you know, the teaching part is by far the best part, but at least in the UK education system, it's so bogged down with non-teaching aspects that the contact time and and that spark of enjoyment became such a small aspect of what I was doing. So um, I, I came away from that originally just to have a break, to have kids and uh, that break turned into, you know, quitting. Basically, I, I didn't go back. And that was partially because of how I felt about brick and mortar teaching here. But it was partially because at the time when I was ready to get back into the career world, the online teaching industry was up and coming. And like Tim said, it fills so many of the gaps for a teacher. Um, you know, it's it's fun and fast paced, but it also doesn't have some of the drawbacks like all the marking, for example. I loved as a, as a stay-at-home mom with this online teaching hobby that I could pick it up and put it down as needed around the demands of my family. And I was really lucky in my contracted online teaching uh, years to work for companies where there were was very little notice. I often worked short notice. So I kind of just decided on the morning if I wanted to have lessons that day and was lucky enough to get booked really quite successfully. So um, it did everything that I wanted it to do at the time. And um, I, I really love it. I do still teach a little bit now freelance, but obviously my main time suck <laughs> is the curriculum business. So yeah, it's like the best of everything at the moment. But in terms of a why, I think it's almost exactly the same as Tim. It's about freedom and, you know, persevering with the experience and education and love that we have for teaching without all the extraneous, you know, stuff. So... That is that is the the rallying call for online educators, isn't it? About, I love that. It's about freedom, uh, but without you know exactly as you say all the extraneous stuff. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, we're all nodding here because we agree. It's like a little uh, like a little echo chamber of mm -hmm. online. Education. 
marketers. Um, but no, there, there's there's really a lot to be gained. And of course, you know, lots of our hands were forced because of the pandemic. But but now, you know, that that decision is being cho- you know taken actively or proactively um, at least. Um, so you know, just just mentioning the, the pandemic there. Really, I mean, we we're now you know, towards the back end of 2022, and you know. Um, in large parts of the world, the pandemic has kind of uh, come to a, a, a little bit of an end. Where where are we at? Where is the online ESL market at in at, at this stage in the year, Crystal? I don't know. People ask me that, and I feel like um, while I'm overall an optimistic person, my view of it is a little pessimistic because I think that uh, the pandemic went hand in hand with significant changes to the China ESL market. And that really rocked our industry Um, and initially produced a massive surge of teachers turning freelance and excitement and, you know, people concentrating on professional development and business building and so forth. But I think in the year plus since then, since the fallout of the China market, it's really subsiding in terms of people are understanding that freelancing is hard work, that the pay rates for contracted teaching have been driven down, and that the skill set of a teacher does not automatically mesh with the skills required to run one's own business. So I would say that the market is constricting at the moment. Um And I also speak from the curriculum side in that there seem to be less people turning to freelance than there were a year ago. What do you think, Tim? Um, Well, I'll throw the optimism in. Okay. (laughs) Maybe a bit. I think, I mean, I, I agree with what you're saying for sure. I think we are like in the, in the very targeted industry that we tend to speak to, which is the sort of ex Chinese platform teacher that's continuing to teach. I think you're right in many ways, but I think that if you look at the broad industry of tutoring and that I believe there's, you know, there's always going to be um, people needing to learn English. um, I think that there's, there's a real shift in, in, in online teachers becoming more entrepreneurial and wanting to skill up and figure out how to do it. But yes, like you said, Crystal, it's the skills of a teacher, you know, can lend themselves nicely to the teacherpreneur world, but they, um, there's a lot, there's a big gap there um, in terms of, you know, moving oneself from um, the safety net of a classroom or a company into going independent. But I think, I think um, you know, it's not all complete doom and gloom with, with the tutoring. I, get, I don't refer to it. What we do is ESL teaching, so I get a little bit convoluted with the word tutoring sometimes because that is another way of describing, you know, online teaching, but it can encompass, you know, tutoring in a specific subject area that you're specialized in. Maybe it's like a reading specialist and you're tutoring and you're targeting, you know, homeschool children in North America, or you're providing math tuition to high school students in the UK. I think there's always going to be the need for online teaching. And the pandemic has showed that we can do it, that it can happen, that people can still learn online. 
and it's more normalized it. So I think, um, yeah, while there's definitely challenges, I think that there's still space. Yeah. And I think you're right with that too, Tim, like one of the great influences of the pandemic in normalizing online learning and well, teaching and learning is also that the technology is coming on so quickly. Would you guys agree? Like the advancements in online classrooms and tutoring portals and um, all the infrastructure that we need for, for business are just coming on so fast. It's remarkable and great. Yeah. When I got my first tutoring student or ESL student, online like 12 years ago just by sort of fluke from a student that I was teaching in China um, there was nothing out there really and very little I mean I knew that I called my mom on Skype so that was like a way that I could <laughs> do video <laughs> and I knew, some, the Skype yeah, I knew, I knew yeah. some free websites um, you know I picked a number out of a hat what to charge I had nowhere nothing to be- to base it off of um, and, um, that poor student's mother walked to the bank and transferred the money and sat at the Chinese bank all day and to do a big transfer of like, we used to do a hundred classes at a time. Cause it was so laborious in China to send money overseas. Now we've got better ways of getting money out. Um, but yeah, it's just funny how, how quickly it's changed. That is a <laughs> real sign of how things have changed. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, so how, how do you help? You were talking there, Tim, about, um, you know, supporting the community of ESL teachers to to move from just being a teacher in a classroom to suddenly being a teacher online. But we know that that also means that you're, you know, you're a bit more of a business. You know, you are a sort of one man, however many people in your organization ban. Um, right. How do you right. help people do that? What, 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 what does your role, your current role as an online kind of um tutoring, co-teaching, coach, encompass? Sure. So I have basically just taken my audience on YouTube through my journey of working for companies and then doing the transition to independent teaching. And I already had some business skills from trying different online things and also having a handful of students over the years um, privately. So, and um, that's what I, so that's what I have done through my, um, through my YouTube channel is to take people along my journey and give them kind of everything that I know. Um, and then I packaged it all up into um, sort of a, a coaching course, I, I guess you could call it, where um, I, t- you know, I help people sort of from the beginning stages to um, launching with their students, talking about marketing, choosing curriculum, establishing your prices, having a brand online, um, you know, how to convert students, all those types of things that go into it when you want to go out on your own. So that's, that's kind of my role, I think, with them. Um, but I've, I'm sort of a resource. I see myself as a resource for online teachers to, you know, learn about companies because I've sort of done all of that and um, I've researched it all. And I kind of am a, a, a channel of just different information about lots of different things. So... Yeah. And when you recommend curricula, do you recommend Crystal Clear ESL's curricula? Well, I do use her curriculum. So, yes, I do. <laughs> I do. It's funny how um, have to say that, that all works. Right. That, that is the truth. That is the truth. Um, yeah, I know, but I do use her curriculum and um, speak highly of it. So I, I do recommend her curriculum, yes. Thanks, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> 
with thanks to our sponsors this week, Newman Tuition, and their founder, Zach Newman. Hi, this is Zach from Newman Tuition. Educating young people and helping them to fulfil their potential is one of life's great joys. If you are a high-caliber individual who shares our passion for teaching, then we would like to hear from you. We are committed to gathering together tutors who have strong academic records and enthusiasm for teaching and excellent interpersonal skills. This is why we seek only the best tutors to join our network and why we are recommended by the Good Schools Guide. To join our team or to find out more, please visit newmantuition.co.uk. So, I mean, you, both of you, you know, uh, Crystal, uh, in running Crystal Clear ESL and, 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 and knowing so many ESL teachers and Tim, in being a coach for people who are plotting the same path as you did many years ago, mm. you must see that, that some of the challenges that online tutors face or online ESL teachers face. What, could you just give us a quick overview of what each of you, of some of those that you see and crucially how to overcome them, how to move past them? Because that's what I love this podcast to be about is providing those little tips that take people from you know A to B uh, in, in small, you know, manageable steps. Um, so Crystal, if we could start with you, what, what, what are some of those obstacles and, and, and how to, to, to get past them? Um, well, I think one has already sort of presented itself, and and that was when Tim was saying about um, his transition from brick and mortar teaching, and that one of the things that he misses or that would draw him back is that sense of community with other adults. <laughs> yeah. um, and that's big because when we work behind a screen, there are very little opportunities for online teachers to connect with other adults. And in order to do so, you have to really make a decision and a conscious effort to seek out those connections. So um, it's big for me. I'm kind of an extrovert. I love to socialize. And that has been, you know, if I get like a client messaging me with several questions, I do get chatty with them and I do, you know, share about my day. And I have developed friendships with clients in this way, um, doing things like what what you do, Ludo, with the podcast and inviting speakers and then, you know, keeping up those relationships is really cool. But also um, any settings that are provided and there are, you know, if you look, there are settings provided for online uh, networking or meetups or socials or, you know, collaborations and jumping in, I think. Another great way would be to to admin or to become a moderator in an industry relevant group because then you sort of are thrust in with the other admins or moderators to collaborate and to plan for that group and to bounce ideas off each other and just to build relationships. So there's lots of ways to do it, but I I do think for most of us it's important um, to keep that up and to keep that sense of you know self as an adult alive yeah yeah and, and it's true isn't it that you know when we first meet someone online we can sometimes be slightly different to how we would be if we met them in person but yeah. i think over the course of getting to know someone you know however many times two three five ten times you you are yourself by the end i mean 
it would be too much to try and keep up that, that online persona over, you know, five, 10 meetings with someone. So yeah, I, I, I do think now after, you know, two, two and a half years, three years of that, that yeah, those relationships are just as strong as they would be anywhere else. Um, mm-hmm. Tim, do you see, do you see it kind of similar? Yeah. And I would add to that, that, you know, if someone's listening and they feel alone in this space, like just, reach out to someone. I think online teachers are some of the tutors are some of the friendliest folks to want to help. And um, we can get into some Facebook groups, let's say, for example, that are maybe (laughs) drama filled at times or whatever, you know, there are not so nice people in the on out there online, but find someone that you can connect with and um, ask questions of that person or join, like Crystal said, network, spe- you know, uh, industry specific groups and um, just reach out, you know, someone will respond and then you can strike up a conversation and then you can, um, you know, one thing that I do through my program is to help teachers to connect with each other. Cause I think there's so much power in connecting. You can share, uh, resources. You can even share students. I mean, it can be a great way for someone to start their business if they have no students. It's just by connecting with others. So, you know, I set people up with an accountability partner in my program, which often carries them even beyond the course to um, be, you know, great friends. And uh, or we call well, it isn't that program. how a couple of our speakers hit it off, Tim? Yes, exactly. That's yeah. a great example. Two of our speakers at the summit were in my course connected, became accountability partners, and then launched, went into launching their own business, helping teachers um, to market themselves on Chinese social media, which is amazing, you know, just that you can, that can happen from just putting yourself out there into community. But in addition to that, I would also say that teachers struggle with, um, as we talked about the business skills. So, you know, look, everything is, I think it was Marie Forleo said, everything is figure outable. You can go out and learn it. Don't feel like just because you don't know how to do something, it's not something that you can overcome. Um, none of us were born or came into this with like all the knowledge and skills. If all of us can do it, so can you. Um, so just get out there and learn it, um, whether it's from a coach or from a YouTube video or from someone that you know in a group, you know. Um, and then again, professional uh, sort of leaning into, um, what we're doing with our summit is professional development. I think there's just not a lot of, you know, maybe accessible professional development for, for us out there. So that's um, kind of why we're um, doing this level up teaching summit. So, so how, how are you tapping into professional development then with, with the summit? Well, we're, uh, we're, we've invited, uh, 10 speakers to uh, to hit on different topics that we feel like online tutors would really benefit from in the, to grow in their business and uh, to help them walk away with some new skills, hopefully, and some ideas to try. You know, it can be overwhelming to be at a seven-hour summit with lots of speakers, um, but if, the, if people can take away, you know, one or two things to implement the next day, then I think we've done our job. Yeah, I agree. And it's it's like a, quite a full span of topics too. So there's really something for every needs area, you know, whether that's um, actual teaching pedagogy or ideas for lesson planning. 
Um, or on the business side, like how to recruit students using a new social media avenue you may have not tapped yet. So there's really something for every skill set to fill every gap. And I think that's super important because like we touched on earlier, every online teacher is coming at this profession with a different background, different level of training, um, different, you know, world experience and so forth. So, and just as Tim said, we're not experts in every area from, from the outset. So I think it's recognizing that being able to do a bit of self-reflection and, and see where you might need some development or where your skill set could use some extension and, and plugging those gaps with information. And something like the Level Up Summit is perfect because it's like a one-stop shop, really, um, to, to accomplish a lot of goals as an adult and, and, and a professional in this industry. So it makes it kind of easy for, for teachers. Yeah. And I think we can stagnate in our business very easily once we get maybe the number of students that we want or we sort of things are ticking along nicely, but um, it's, it's so inspiring to see people just doing amazing things. So that's what we want from the summit is just people to be inspired to, to, realize their potential and that they can do it so that's a nice why if ever there was one um, <laughs> and and i guess why why now what why as you say you, you know tim you've been online teaching for for a, you know over a decade and, and crystal you know very very similar as well uh, and and we've all been you know doing this uh, with a extra degree of intensity mm. over the last three years particularly what why now why 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 is this the right time to to to, to host a summit like this hmm um i think i saw the potential like with starting a new year with some new goals and um excitement i think at least for me i always come to the end of the year and like have a good reflection on the year and, and feel good about things. And then I, I sort of sometimes feel like I'm starting the next year, like just with a little bit of, I don't know what the word is, drudgery or just, it's kind of, it feels like, um, I don't know why the new year does that, but it just sort of feels like I'm like starting from scratch again. But I, I, I think that the summit will just give people some good motivation going into the holiday and, and start and, and starting the new year with a bang. But um, I don't know. I've always thought like a sum that I would like to sort of uh, put together a summit um, at some point, but it was, you know, just a, a project that Crystal and I kind of created together over the last several months. And it's been really fun. Well, part of it for me is kind of what you said, Tim, about a, new, a fresh start, but in a wider sense, I think we're coming off of, such a tumultuous time that a lot of people um, maybe are, you know, reflecting and thinking that it's time we finally have the capability to sort of pick up our businesses and dust them off and take the next steps with a fresh outlook, uh, fresh goals and fresh knowledge to back us. So in terms of the timing, a lot of it had to do with post-pandemic, um, no more excuses, and a fresh outlook for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, um, I think if you're able to show, if you, you know, 
if attendees are able to see that program come together as one, as you say, and, and those areas, different areas you talked about coming together, then that is that is a hugely inspiring thing. I mean, the being able to learn something new about how you run your business, like if you could tell an attendee afterwards who's just picked up a new skill that they can implement in their business, oh, you know, how much would you pay for that? You know, they, they would put a figure on that. And as far as I'm aware, yeah, is free to watch live this summer. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We're really right. lucky to have some great sponsors like Classen and Tudorbird um, that are enabling us to offer everything for free. So People can just log in live on the day. We'll publish a schedule in advance. They they can you know plan their day around wanting to see specific speakers, and there's no charge to do that. Yeah. So, where should people head after this? What is the the CTA after this? <laughs> Levelupteachingsummit.com. Boom. End of podcast. There it is. And your podcast, yes. <laughs> Level and my YouTube channel and Crystal's curriculum. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go, go, go. Yeah, levelupteachingsummit.com, yeah. And, and the, the ticket option that you want people to purchase is or to, to, to access is that free option, is it? Yeah, that's right. They can get the, the free ticket. We get, <clears throat> we're offering a an upsell where they can get the recordings and some exclusive gifts from, from presenters. But if that doesn't suit someone, they can just join for free and uh, click a link on the day. It's, it's as easy as just clicking a link and you'll be able to watch for free. But if you're not able to attend, we have that option to, to get the recordings. That's right. And it's so easy because, you know, you can just log in with your phone put your earbuds in and listen to presenters as you get on with your day. Like there's no, you know, commitment to participate if you don't want to or show your face or, yeah. you know, use the chat. It's literally like take it as, as you want it type thing. Yeah. Awesome. It's got, it's got the educators day in mind, which I really love. Um, which is, I'm sure, mm-hmm. you know, as good. every educator has a busy, any, any online educators probably filling their day with things. So, planning yeah. around that or organizing an event that can be, you know, um, slotted into that day is, 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 is awesome. Um, yeah. So that is Friday, the 2nd of December. You've got uh, a little over just around 10 days listeners to get that into your diary, to make it work and to join Crystal and Tim um, on, uh, on the day uh, and to follow that program. Of course, you can find the, the program and all the speakers at levelupteachingsummit.com. And now, a brief word from last week's guest, Jason Priest, whose episode you can catch after this. It was a real pleasure to be invited onto the Qualified Tutor podcast. It's not really something that I've done before, and was something that I was maybe a bit nervous about going into. But Ludo was a great host and totally put me at ease. He was really easy to talk to and ready with some well-thought-through perceptive questions that prompted me to consider some of the key principles of our business that I maybe hadn't had the chance to articulate before. It was also a really great way for me to reflect on our current practices at the Tutor Index um, and to think about the direction that our business is taking. If you're thinking about appearing on the podcast, you should definitely, definitely get on it. It was loads of fun um, and definitely a great way um, for me to sort of expand my horizons.
um, thanks again for having me. So, guys, thank you so, so much. We've just got one more question to go, which is one that we end every episode with is a look ahead to the future. Now, obviously, if I'm to ask you what's coming up for you guys, we all know what's coming up for you guys. But looking <laughs> past this, um, what's, what, is ne- what is on the horizons for you guys, perhaps obviously looking into the new year? Tim, can I start with you? Sure. Well, I've got a trip to Bali planned on <laughs> on December the 17th. So I'm looking forward to that. No, but um, just continuing my work with um, my my courses and I've got some ideas for other ways to support teachers in the new year and kind of refining some of my processes and um, creating maybe some slightly different types of content on my YouTube channel, which traditionally has always been about companies and, and independent teaching. So, you know, just, I, I love that I get to just explore that space of trying different things and seeing what works. And um, so that's what uh, the new year will be about and just continue. I, you know, I really want to be able to bring online teachers together as well in, in things like the summit. So, yeah. That's what's next. Um, Well, I'm so excited because for Crystal Clear ESL core curriculum, which was started almost two and a half years ago, we are probably within 12 weeks of wrapping up creation. So that's almost 700 step-by-step lessons um, will be the first complete uh, web-based curriculum in the industry. And uh, I'm celebrating by spending Christmas in Kenya. <laughs> um, so that's, yeah, the personal side. And I'm even more excited that what it means is we can start improving what we've got. We we can launch into other projects. We have so many cool ideas like um, integrating a student portal, uh, separating out the core curriculum to be more specific to kids only and adults only with a focus on adults that it starts right from beginner because there's a real lack of a beginner ESL curriculum aimed for adults in, in our industry. Um, we're going to start hopefully integrating contributions from other developers and being able to host them on the site um, to give other people the benefit of our infrastructure in reaching teachers who need their content. So that's really fun. I've also just recently launched Crystal Clear Academy. So I'm going to be hitting Tim up for more tips on student recruitment. (laughs) (laughs) do some coaching sessions with him and uh, trying to get that off the ground. I just feel feel like that's a logical progression for the company with all of the other aspects of an academy already in place. It's a great next step. So yeah, lots of exciting things coming up. Yeah, lovely. Well, um, thank you to this uh, deadly duo, Crystal Weber and and Tim Gascoigne um, for coming on to the show. Thank you both for hosting and organizing and spending the last few months really um, working very hard to make the Level Up Summit happen. Um, I'm sure it's going to be a huge, huge day and and, and a a big part of people's calendars looking ahead to the final few weeks of this year. So levelupteachingsummit.com is where to head next. But to both of you, well, what if, if listeners want to get in touch with you straight after this, 
what is the one best place they can go, Tim? Uh, they can uh, go to my, uh, which one? YouTube channel, Online Teacher Dude. And uh, they can contact me through there. Yeah. And my website, esl-curriculum.com. Or you can just Google search Crystal Clear ESL. We come up pretty high in the SEO. And um, there's a chat bot on there. Or you can email us on the contact form. Awesome. Well, you have a wealth of options, listeners, to, to head to next to find out more about these two and about their summit. So for one final time, thank you very, very much, both of you. Thanks for having thank us. You, it's been fun. Very and fun. See you very soon. Cheerio. See you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Qualified Tutor Podcast. Your next step is to check out the Love Tutoring Community, and in particular, Love Tutoring Community Connect, a new premium membership space which will serve all your subject-specific CPD needs alongside a friendly, professional community space that meets regularly. Visit qualifiedtutor.org slash transformational training to find out more about our CPD-accredited Level 2 Safeguarding and Ofqual recognised courses, the first of their kind in the tutoring industry. See you there.